This is the Brighter Web Podcast, insights on growing a small business using the latest technology and marketing best practices. I am Robert, and I'm joined once again by Mickey, and I thought, uh, you know, today we could probably discuss uh, marketing funnels on this episode of the podcast. What do you think? I think that's a great idea, but what is a marketing funnel exactly? It's a great question. Uh, I know that's a term that kind of gets thrown around a lot, uh, and not everybody understands what that means. So let, let's walk through kind of an example, because essentially a marketing funnel is a framework that, you know, move people towards kind of general awareness about your business into actually, you know, bringing them closer to doing business with you. So, you know, for example, that could be if you're a plumber and, you know, you want to get people to know about you online, so they do a quick Google search for, you know, plumbers near me, your website is fantastic, so it pops up right at the top of the rankings, they click on that, they kind of, you know, scroll on and get to know you a little bit better, but then they read a blog post that you wrote about, you know, how to actually hire a plumber, right? The, th- the six things you need to know before you hire a plumber, they read that, they're like, oh my gosh, this is this is so helpful, I'm, I'm so thankful to this plumber for, for taking the time to create great content, that's probably why they got, you know, I found them on Google in the first place, but then below that they see this free resource that like everything that you need to know to keep your your, your house plumbing running smoothly, and you're like, oh my gosh, that's that's super helpful. Like I need I need that kind of stuff. I don't want my toilets clogging up. So let me click to download that resource. Oh, I, all I need to do is give them my email address. Okay, I'll I'll do that. So that then drops you in kind of a an email uh, you know list of theirs. And so, you know, you get all these periodic emails about, hey, this is what you need to be doing this summer to kind of make sure your your pipes are nice and clean, all those kind of things. Um, and then eventually you're like, you know what, these guys are awesome. Like they've been sending me a lot of great emails. I read this fantastic blog post. Like next time I need a plumber, next time my toilet breaks, I'm gonna call these guys and actually do business with them. So that, you know, it's a long-term process of kind of slowly wheeling somebody into becoming a new client by, by providing them value and by building trust over time. Gotcha. Great example there. And there's a lot of pieces to that, but I think you have a way you kind of break it down into really the four main stages of a marketing right. funnel. So it starts with awareness. Tell me what awareness looks like yeah. in terms of a funnel. Yeah. So like I mentioned before, like, you know, somebody's not going to do business with you until they at least know that you were in doing business or, you know, that you have that service that you're offering something. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of general brand awareness. That's another buzzword that gets thrown out in marketing a lot. But uh, to bring another metaphor kind of to the table, I like to think about marketing funnels in general, like, you know, asking somebody out on a date, right? So you can't ask somebody out on a date until you've actually met them and got to know them first, Good right? First so, step, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of important. Um, maybe not everybody's relationship. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to be prescriptive, but yeah, so awareness is the first thing. And it's just getting to know a business or, you know, in, in our metaphor, getting to know somebody before you kind of ask them on a date. There you go. Good. Good analogy. I like that. So you got the awareness. Next is consideration. Yeah. So, you know, once they know about your business and they, you know, dip their toe in a little bit, they've visited your website, they've heard about your business, like, all right, now it's time to actually start providing some of them, some of those valuable pieces of content, right? Like sharing blog posts with them, uh, you know, asking them for their email address, kind of some of those quick things. And again, in our metaphor, that's that's actually asking somebody on a date, right? You've you've got to know them, you've hung out with them in a casual setting, and now it's like, okay, like we, we know each other, we kind of feel a little bit more comfortable. Like, hey, do you want to go out on a first date, right? It's a little bit low, low ask. I know that can feel daunting for, for some did. people. And, and yeah, I mean, it's asking somebody to read your blog post can feel a little awkward and sometimes, right? But but you have to kind of take that first step, right? So, so you know, trying to 
build somebody, grow somebody a little bit closer to actually doing business with you is kind of that, that next thing. Again, that usually comes in the form of, of good online content or we're asking somebody out on a date, right? Just, just trying to say <laughs> yeah. like, hey, let's get to know each other a little bit better. Perfect. So yeah, so you got they're aware of you now and they're considering you now, but they still haven't bought anything from you. So what, right. So how do we get to that conversion point? Right. And that's, that's kind of the key point is that a marketing funnel should ultimately be driving people towards actually doing business. And, and I will say like, you know, one of the reasons it's called a funnel and, you know, appropriately enough is it's because it's shaped like a funnel. Like you will have a lot more people who are aware about your business, but maybe not reading your blog post and all that kind of stuff. Maybe not actually considering doing business with you. So it gets a little bit narrower. And then once you get to this conversion step, it's going to get narrower still, right? Because there's going to be fewer people that read your blog posts or follow you on social media or, or subscribe to your email address that actually become clients. But this is kind of the step when you actually want to pull the trigger and say, hey, let's let's commit to one another, right? It, that, that could be like, similar to proposing marriage. Like, hey, let's let's actually commit to one another. Let's become kind of business partners. I want to be your plumber. What do you think about that? Like, let's let's do business together. It's a little bit higher stakes uh, of an ask, right, than just asking somebody out on a date or asking somebody for their email address. But that's kind of the point. You've, you've kind of wined and dined them, so to speak, a little bit. And so now it's, you know, you've kind of earned the trust. You've earned their respect to be able to actually do that. So it, because ultimately, a marketing funnel, marketing in general, is about trying to grow your business, and you can't do that unless you actually ask somebody <laughs> yeah. to marry you, right, right? Metaphorically speaking. Gotcha. So the conversion feels like the end, but it's really not, because yeah, anyone that's married knows that the marriage proposal is great <laughs> and the wedding is great, but it yes. doesn't end there. So the last piece of this is loyalty, keeping keeping them around. Yeah, absolutely. It's right. Uh, just to your point, like it's it's not over then, right? You you don't sign somebody up as a new customer, like all right, well, you we don't have to deal with you anymore, like. It doesn't feel like marketing as much, but you know, marketing is very much still keeping your customers happy, right? Making sure to check on them, and this, it does kind of evolve more into kind of customer support, customer care. It you know, it kind of takes on a new name, but it's still important to connect those two things together because you don't want to feel like you know they've gotten to know you, that you know you've built up this brand, you've built up these promises, and all of a sudden they feel like they've dropped out of a funnel into like, you know, a, a void, right? You want to make <laughs> yeah. sure to connect those two pieces together once somebody actually makes a conversion and buys a product or signs up for your service. So yeah, you actually want to make sure those two things are connected and to keep them around, just like to your point. It, once you propose marriage, like it's not over then, like <laughs> then the real work actually starts of actually being married and being a spouse and, and kind of keeping the relationship strong through there. Gotcha. So we've seen the stages. We have the awareness to consideration to conversion, to loyalty, which all sounds great, mm -hmm. but that's not real practical yet. I mean, I understand it at a high level, but what do we actually do to make that happen? So you have five <laughs> steps that you like to, to walk through to actually get some of this started. Yeah, that's a great point because this can still feel very theoretical and can stay theoretical in a lot of people's minds. So actually making it practical is, is a really important step to actually you know, making this something that you'll actually use in your business. So I like to try to start by listing all the things you actually do marketing wise. Like, again, I've, I've mentioned several examples, but blogging, uh, search engine optimization, maybe any ads that you have out there, um, social media content, like all of those pieces that you're doing to try to build up marketing and build up brand awareness, maybe list all of those things out just to kind of even see a, a landscape of what you've got going. Um, and then almost even sketch out almost like a, a loose framework of a funnel, almost like on a, a whiteboard even, right? If you wrote down all of the different marketing pieces on like sticky notes, 
And then if you, you know, if you drew a, a funnel outline, uh, hopefully you know what a funnel looks like. If not, you yeah. can you know, Google <laughs> it. I go. think you could find an answer. Um, and then put those sticky notes on where it feels like most appropriate, right? Is this something that's, that's getting somebody aware about our business? Is this something that's trying to convert them to actually buying something? Like where does this fit and what stage of the funnel would this fit? And that'll at least kind of get you a, a start of, uh, again, how all those pieces actually work together. Gotcha. Awesome. So yeah, we have so we have our list. We've drawn our big funnel. We've stuck sticky notes on there. What do we do next? Well, I mean, I think in that process, you will probably find things that maybe don't quite fit. You're like, eh, I don't. We've always been doing this thing. Like, oh, we just you know we're we're listening to yellow pages all the time. Like maybe that's awareness, but maybe it's not. Like maybe this hasn't actually grown anything in our business yet. So maybe considering cutting anything that isn't actually driving business growth. Right? If it doesn't naturally fit into your funnel, and if you can't actually justify this marketing expense of whether that's that's time or whether that's money like just think about cutting it and see what that would do for your business because again you want to be driving people very intentionally towards you know each step of the funnel so if there's something that's not actually pushing people along towards doing business with you then why, you know why are you doing it Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. So we've got we've got them listed out. We've eliminated things. We kind of have sort of probably a little funnel going already, even yeah. if we didn't mean to, just right. from the work we've already been doing. Once we see it on paper, we realize sort of how it flows. So what do we do next now? Well, I mean, I think tracking is really important. And that's it is where it gets trickier, right? You can probably pretty easily track certain stages of the funnel, like, you know, awareness. You can see how many people maybe clicked on your digital ad or how many people follow you on social media. And so you can get a, a rough sense of, of what, you know, kind of the top of your funnel looks like. And uh, then obviously you can kind of track things like, you know, how your email list is growing or how many monthly subscribers you have to your blog and some of those things. Um, conversion is obviously one of the tougher pieces because, you know, sometimes people will buy your product or sign up for your service and you're not sure where they came from. So one of the key pieces is trying the best you can to connect those data points and understand where people are coming through the funnel, you know, where they started off their journey, how they got to know your brand, and then what ultimately made them convert. Um, so again, it's not an easy thing. It will take some time. It will take some investment of, of maybe even resources. There are lots of tools out there that can help track, you know, audience members through the funnel. Um, but I think it's a really important thing to at least try and put numbers where you can so you can see how that funnel actually scopes out and how much business you can expect based on the marketing effort you're putting in. Gotcha. And so tracking though is only part of it. It's kind of like Google Analytics where seeing the traffic on your site is great, but it doesn't do anything until you do something with it. So what is the last step? After we're tracking all this stuff, what do we want to do lastly here? Right, right. Well, ultimately that should hopefully bring some transparency that should actually shine a light on what parts of the funnel are working, what parts aren't working, right? Like if you're getting, again, you're running a Google ad and you get, you're getting a ton of people who are coming to your website, but after that, like nobody's actually signing up for the email list like you wanted to, right? Like that's a bottleneck. You can very clearly see where the funnel all of a sudden just shrinks. You're getting a bunch of people dropping off. You got like 50% click through on your, your ad, but only like 0.1% of people are actually subscribing to your email list. Okay, well, why is that? It gives you an opportunity to dig in and hopefully optimize one place in the funnel and hopefully open that up a little bit more. Hopefully change your, your email subscription rate from 0.1% to 2 or 3%. And then that way you're getting more people to hopefully flow to the next stage of the funnel and, and trickle down from there. So once you have a little bit of data and a little bit of transparency on what those numbers are, you can figure out the places where you really need to tweak and fix. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. And 
And like we said, I think a lot of you probably already have a funnel to some degree, even if you didn't mean it, but if you can take some time to tighten it up, it can really, really do well for you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, people have, to your point, they, they have a marketing funnel, whether you realize it or not, um, and, and just being aware of it, I think, can help you make it better. Yeah. Yeah, so, so to recap some of these, so the stages we go through, the awareness, getting to know you, you know, it's kind of like meeting a new person, the consideration, you know, letting them think about it, asking someone out on a date, the conversion, the, the marriage proposal, the sale, you know, that sort of piece, and then the loyalty, keeping people sticking around and happy and referring you and staying married and that sort of thing. Yeah, and that'll look slightly different for every different business, but that's generally kind of how a marketing funnel should flow. Yep, and then to get started with that, just a few basic steps. One is to list out all your marketing efforts and kind of lay them next to those stages and see what you're already doing in a lot of these and see where some of the holes are. Yeah. Uh, map out some of the connections between those. Uh, next is to eliminate anything that's not driving business growth. You know, that's a good opportunity to see that you're spending a lot of effort on perhaps a specific social network that's just not doing anything for you. You can start getting rid of some of that. Uh, related to those, tracking how people move through those stages and then optimizing places where bottlenecks or gaps are. And, you should have a decent little funnel at that point. Yeah, hopefully so. Again, it's not an easy thing. It's not something that will just immediately happen, but I think with a little bit of time and effort and, and maybe just a little bit of extra guidance, uh, more businesses can kind of be more intentional about their marketing funnel and, and be more effective with their marketing in general. Yep, perfect. And if you're not familiar with the concept of a marketing funnel, hopefully that helped a little bit and we'll have some, some links in the show notes that'll help you get a little bit further and better understand really what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks for this conversation, Mickey, and, and thank you for listening uh, to this episode of the Brighter Web Podcast with Robert and Mickey. Uh, we're from Green Melon, a digital marketing agency. Uh, and if you want more insights like this, you can visit our blog at greenmelonmedia.com. We have a couple posts about marketing funnels on there. And as Mickey mentioned, uh, you can also find our show notes and more episodes of the podcast at abrighterweb.com.